What's up, guys? And welcome back for another episode of Figure It Outable. This episode today is probably one of my most spontaneous episodes. I literally just decided to record about two minutes ago. I have no real outline of how I want this episode to flow. I have a loose agenda that I just randomly got a spark of motivation and inspiration to talk about. And that's basically just going to be like a life update and where my mind is at um, basically a whole year after quitting my corporate job and kind of really changing the trajectory of my life kind of for the time being um, and just kind of where my head is at now, what plans I have for after the summer in the fall. And yeah, before we get there, just a little update. I'm currently sitting on my bed looking at my bags that were packed to go back to Philly because I thought that my whole family was staying there because the weather down the shore has been so rainy. It's literally been raining for the past three days. I've been like stuck inside and I love being outside. I love my morning walks. I always talk about them on every single episode. I also just love being outside, going to the beach, um, doing anything I can to just be in the sun and in the fresh air. But that has been completely impossible the past couple of days. And it just has been lonely because I've been down here by myself. So my family was supposed to come down and then they changed their mind and they're like, you know what? We're just going to stay home this weekend. I was like, fair enough. I waited it out this morning, got called out of work, packed all my shit, was literally walking out the door. And then I got the call that they changed their mind again. And because it's raining, they'd rather just be stuck inside with a change of scenery down the shore because they all have been in Philly. So you know what? I'm keeping my bags packed until they pull into the driveway because I don't believe that they're not going to change their mind again. Um, So once they get here, I will unpack all of my shit and accept that we are staying here for the weekend. Um, But yeah, that's been a nice little whiplash. I am very excited to just see my nephews again and my family. So I don't really care where we are in Philly, down the shore. It's all the same as long as we're together and just doing things. Um, We'll make the most of it, even if the weather is pretty crappy. So definitely excited to see them. Um, Like I said, today's episode is basically going to be a life update slash brain dump um, of kind of where my thoughts are. So if you are unfamiliar or if you're new here, about a year ago, back in May 2022, um, I quit my corporate job as an ETF sales trader in finance and I decided to kind of just press the pause button, kind of reevaluate what I wanted in life. Um, I was really feeling passionate about health and fitness and thought I might want to open up my own studio, whether, you know, it was in the near future or the far future. Um, but I really wanted to kind of start to pursue some passions that have always been in the back of my head, but I never really have the time or energy to do so just because the finance industry can be pretty, not cutthroat, but just intense in terms of hours. And, um, if you're in sales, you're like traveling sometimes. And honestly, I just found it really hard to muster up the energy and time to really like focus on anything else. Um, anything else being like me, my well-being, my interests, like other things that I wanted to pursue. And so obviously that was a very drastic measure of just quitting, but I had a list of things that I wanted to do. Like I said, I was feeling really called to um, 
pursue health and fitness. So I got my personal training certification last summer. Um, I really had a big travel itch. So I went to Australia over the winter, spent a few months there for their summertime. Um, And I really just wanted to encourage myself to give myself the space to reevaluate what a career was going to look like for me. Um, I really felt forced to follow this like predetermined path coming out of Penn and graduating from Wharton with a finance degree. I was kind of funneled into like the sales and trading investment banking route. It was kind of either like that or consulting. And at no point did I really actively choose that route. It just kind of fell into my lap after being recruited to Penn to run and then making the decision to go to Penn and then wanting to get a practical degree given that the education was so expensive. And so naturally that was just kind of what you did to optimize that education at that institution. So I went into finance and again, like campus recruiting, one thing leads to another, you get an internship and then you get the full-time job. And I kind of woke up one day and felt like I was living a life that wasn't really aligned with like my intrinsic or extrinsic extrinsic values. And I kind of tried to think back to the moment where I picked this life and it was almost like an aha moment that there was never like an active decision made by me. It was just kind of following this path that I felt persuaded, I guess we can say, to take. And I think a lot of times we go through life making decisions and we don't always know why we're making them. Maybe the pressure is coming from like an external force, like parents or mentors, or maybe it's coming from, you know, an internal place of like this desire to achieve success or, you know, look great on paper. But I feel like that's like a fast track way to just feeling pretty like empty inside. And so that's kind of where I was at a year ago. Like I was just feeling really uninspired and beaten down. And like I was living a super robotic life. And so I just took measures in my own hands to kind of shake it up and you know, hit the brakes for a bit and just take this last year to myself. And I feel like I didn't really know what lied on the other side of this year. I didn't know if I was going to be opening my own fitness studio. I didn't know if I was going to be going right back into finance. I didn't know if, you know, I was going to be doing something completely different. Like I, for the first time in my life, placed no expectations, no pre- like pressure, and I really didn't let any outside voices influence me or my thought processes or decisions that I was going to be making. But I've definitely learned a few things about myself kind of within this last year, and that kind of speaks to where I'm at now and what I loosely have planned for the fall. Um, and so this is kind of like the long-awaited update, I guess, and um, – The truth is, I feel like I have learned that I really value stability. I value consistency of that paycheck that provides me with money to live my life, um, to pay, you know, a rent for a nice place to live, to enjoy dinners going out with my friends and celebrating them in the most important times of their lives, whether it be like a bachelorette party or the wedding itself. Like, I feel like being in your, you know, mid to late 20s, it's definitely a busy time of your life where a lot of your friends are getting engaged and married. And I've talked about this 
quite frequently because that's just the stage that my friends are at. I have three of my best friends that are engaged and getting married within the next year or two, and we're in the midst of planning the first bachelorette party. And it's no secret that these things get extremely stressful because they can be extremely expensive. And I really think that's just kind of a window into what's to come for the rest of life. This is only the start, but the expenses never really stop. And while money does not buy happiness, and I always say, like, I'm not extremely money motivated, like, I don't need extravagant things in life, I'm a minimalist, Um, there are certain things in life that are unavoidable and certain things in life that cost money. And so I feel like to take some of the pressure off of those moments that are meant to just solely be happy and not stressful although sometimes it's unavoidable they're going to be stressful just because they are expensive but i have found that i'm missing that stability of my job and kind of feeling accomplished in that sense that i have a a good stream of income and i'm seeing my bank account you know being taken care of and i'm having the benefits of contributing to a 401k having health insurance and all of those things Um, So at this time in my life, when I think about fall, I know that I'm going to start to look for another job in the corporate world. Um, I'm not sure exactly what field I'm looking for. Like I'm constantly on Indeed and LinkedIn and high key, it's actually really hard to job, job search. I feel like I was very lucky when I came out of school. Like I never had to actively job search because we had a lot of people come to do recruiting on campus. And so it was really just like taking advantage of the opportunities that were provided to us. But I never really had to take measures into my own hands and like go seek out what I wanted. And I feel like that's kind of a testament to why I ended up in jobs that I wasn't exactly like excited about. It's because they more so found me and I wasn't like actively looking for them. Um, And so I think it's hard to look for jobs when you don't exactly know what you're looking for. But there are a few things that I am going to prioritize when looking for my next job. And one of them being like flexibility. I feel like in this post-COVID era, there's, you know, a lot of incentives that companies try to offer in terms of like hybrid or remote work um, and just more of like a work-life balance that I think a lot of people came to appreciate and realize that they required in their work life um, over COVID. Once, you know, time slowed down, people started to prioritize family and relationships and just themselves, their health, passions outside of work. And so I feel like the work world looks a lot different than it did pre-2020. That being said, I do think if there is one industry that still kind of does things old school and kind of by the book, it would be finance just because a lot of people in finance are working with a ton of money notionally, a lot of risks and a lot of mistakes can easily be made. There's a lot of regulations in place that um, you know, must be upheld. And so I think that industry specifically was one that kind of reverted back to where it was in terms of like being in the office five days a week and the hours still being really long. Um, With that being said, I do think there are exceptions to the rule, whether it be like um, if you're in like the fintech space or you're with like a younger company and maybe more of like their startup stages um, or just run by somebody who really tries to appreciate employees and offer work-life balance incentives. 
I don't think it's impossible to find a job in finance that offers more flexibility, especially if my reference point is my prior jobs where I would have to be on the desk in the office, you know, for the regular workday of like 630 to 5 and then would often have to entertain clients afterwards. And so my days would sometimes stretch from like, you know, 12 to 15, 16 hour days, depending on like travel and commute and stuff like that. So I feel like when I compare it to what I'm used to in the finance world, there are definitely better alternatives out there. I also feel like jobs in sales offer a lot of flexibility. I feel like sometimes there are completely remote work options as well as, you know, hybrid models. And I just feel like sales is kind of notorious for being able to kind of craft your own schedule and take more of like ownership over your schedule and also over your output. And that's kind of where I feel like I could personally thrive in a role where my input is directly correlated to my output and I am in control of both. I feel like because I identify as a self-starter, because I think I can motivate myself, um, I think I would do well in an industry like sales. Um, I also think it can be extremely taxing because I know that sales companies in general are just getting more demanding and sometimes, you know, I don't want to say micromanaging, but they definitely want to make sure their employees are, you know, on the phone at all times of the day and optimizing every single opportunity, whether you are already, you know, exceeding your quota and, you know, being an overachiever already, I think they still want to manage the efforts and the time that goes into producing more. Um, I do think more and more and more is kind of always the tagline in a position in the sales world. And that is, you know, not ideal, but I do think it is part of the grind. It's part of the industry. But for me personally, I do think my personality kind of jibes with that whole notion. And as long as I retain my sense of self and just kind of uphold some personal boundaries um, in order to create that work-life balance, you know, internally in my mind and externally in my days, I think that could be, you know, a position that I really thrive in. So right now I'm just kind of in like the networking slash researching all the opportunities that are out there. I'm looking at a bunch of websites that are kind of like outside of the LinkedIn and indeed like typical um, job websites that are really like hard to, again, look or find jobs when you don't exactly know what you're looking for. I feel like because I am so open-minded and I'm not writing anything off right now, whether it be like an opportunity in finance or sales or whatever it might be, like marketing, who knows? I'm just looking for like a good opportunity that Again, I want to be like excited about it because I think excitability car like correlates to motivation and something that I am like motivated to do when I wake up every day um, will definitely like help me not experience burnout and will also just help me exceed in general and just be an overall happier person. So I guess that's what I am kind of looking for and that's where my headspace is at in terms of the job search. There are like a few external factors at play. So like my finance licenses, like I have my SIE, Series 7, Series 57, and 63. They all would expire within like a year if I am not employed by a firm who like quote unquote sponsors these licenses. So my shot clock is kind of running down there, but I think they actually are offering an opportunity to pay 
um, a fee in order for your licenses to be extended for an additional two years. So even if I took a position with sales and then down the line in a couple years time, decided that I wanted to pursue finance again, hopefully those ex- those licenses would still be upheld and I wouldn't have to retake the tests. Um, Cause honestly, those tests are like such a pain in the ass. And I feel like I took them when I had just graduated and was just starting out with my first um, bank. And so I was still in that like student mindset, test taker mentality. I feel like once you come out of that, it's really hard to then apply yourself again in that way. So I would really like to avoid retaking those tests and being able to keep my licenses for as long as I can. So that's also something that I have to be mindful of when I'm picking like finance and sales, Um, just kind of making sure that I'm aware of the expiration of those licenses. Another factor, obviously, when I'm looking for jobs is location. And so I've mentioned like the possibility of complete remote work, which I'm not necessarily only looking for that because I don't mind going into the office um, if it's you know a hybrid method or if it's in the office every single day, but the company still provides me some work-life balance and isn't like so um, intense that I have no control over any of my days and I'm in the office for 10 to 12 hours like before. Um But when I'm thinking about location, I do know that I want to stay close to Philly because I'm happiest around my friends and my family. So I'm kind of like dragging my feet on that front too because my living situation is also like stressing me out. I feel like I'm kind of past the point of wanting roommates. Um, I'm ready to live by myself and have my own space. And as much as I say I'm so ready for suburb life, I am. If I'm working in... Um, like downtown center city, Philly, but my family's moving out to Bucks County. I don't want to be super far away from them that I can't just shoot to my sisters after a work day to see my nephews and eat dinner with them. Like it's important for me to not compromise the relationships with my family and the proximity to my family and my, and my nephew specifically. But obviously I don't want to be like looking for apartments or homes and not really know what my working situation is going to look like. Um, so that is also something that's been top of mind lately. And if any of you guys are kind of in between living situations and are also having the internal debate of either where to go, where you want to be, or if you want to buy or rent, obviously it's no secret that the housing market is extremely difficult right now and buying, it's just like not an ideal time to be a buyer. Um, but rent at this age, especially still feels like pissing away money. So ideally, I would want to buy instead of continue to rent. I feel like I've rented all throughout college. I rented in New York City for two years, blew a shit ton of money doing that. Um, So I am just like kind of at a loss for what the best next move is. Um, And while it's definitely separate as job, like I mentioned before, I do kind of see this like inner mix of the two. And At some point, I know I'm just going to have to make a decision on one or the other. Ideally, it would be on the job front just because that's more important to me. Um, But I don't know. I feel like sometimes when it's the paradox of choice, both in the job sense at literally having every single, you know, industry at your fingertips and really allowing yourself to explore whatever you feel called to do. And then also in the living situation, like feeling like I can move wherever I wanted to even if I wanted to stay in Philly, there's a lot of different parts of Philly and the outskirts of Philly that I could also 
explore. Um, but at some point, right, something's got to give. Um, and I need to just make a decision and move forward because being in that waiting game, the limbo phase is just never really fun. Um, so my plan is definitely to find a job first, ideally in the fall, hopefully coming off of this summer um, is a good time that firms would be hiring and that definitely aligns with kind of my timeline. And so that's kind of like my brain dump um, verbally from me to you in podcast form. Um, these are just the thoughts that have been circulating in my head and just some of the takeaways that I've had within the past year. Um, like I said, I'm obviously in a place where I want to prioritize making money again, um, just because I am young and I want to just continue to save as much as I can before I have real expenses in the form of children, a mortgage, education to pay for one day. Like I just want to be sure that I'm setting myself up in the best way possible in terms of, like I said, insurance, 401k, like just saving for the future. And also just allowing myself to enjoy all of the exciting things that are going on in this stage of life with me and my friends. And I don't want to ever be stressing over money. And I just also want to, again, never really be in a place that I'm stressing so hardcore over my job. As much as I'm a hard worker and I dedicate myself to whatever I am pursuing, job included, I also think it's so important to retain that sense of self and be able to have a job that allows you to explore other passions and interests outside of work. And so then I guess just to kind of take this full circle, I wanted to just talk about health and fitness again and just like address the future since I did quit my job with the intention of maybe pursuing health and fitness, whatever that looked like for me. Again, I didn't know if I was going to be doing personal training full time or maybe creating my own app that I could release workouts on or like I mentioned a few times, open up my own personal fitness studio. Um, I do think that my passion will always be health and fitness. And this job that I get in this next chapter will hopefully allow me to continue to maybe teach Pilates on the side, etc. But I'm not giving up the hope of the future of maybe one day, years down the road, maybe I will feel in a position financially that I am comfortable foregoing the stability. But at this time in my life when I kind of see things coming at me hard and fast in terms of financial obligations over the next five to 10 years, I just know myself and I will just be a happier person when I feel like I'm in a comfortable position financially and can just enjoy these moments instead of feeling the financial burden of them. So I hope this was relatable. Um, I hope that some people can take away from these thoughts and maybe just resonate with them and just feel like you're not alone. Um, I know navigating this whole stage of your mid to late 20s can just definitely be challenging especially finding like the overlap of work and your sense of self and trying to, you know, have your own identity outside of work, especially if you've gone to a school um, or are surrounded by people who seem to kind of lean on work to give them their identity. Personally, I think it's really important to keep both separate um, and just really prioritize you and your well-being above anything. And part of prioritizing your well-being, I think, is finding interests and having time away from work to really just sit with family members, sit with yourself, um, and really acknowledge what are the things that make you you 
outside of who you are on a Monday at 12 o'clock at work. So I will just end this here. Like I said, super random, but this has been top of mind and I just wanted to share with you guys. Thank you for listening and until next time. Bye. Thank you.